they didn't have the money to invest or the credit or a job or simply because you know they knew they could leverage this whole uh, the way they structure the deals without using their own money this is the real estate pod I'm Ed Barone, co-founder of RentReady, the platform that makes renting easy for landlords and tenants. With this podcast, we aim to help landlords learn, scale, and invest. We also want to help you tackle the business side of real estate investing, because being an investor or getting your first investment requires you to be an entrepreneur. It's about mindset and strategy. We partner with successful real estate investors, offering you advice and guidance on how to get started, how to scale your real estate portfolio, and how to run your business for profit. Before we get started, for those of you who aren't familiar with RentReady, we're an all-in-one property management platform. We help landlords manage tenants and properties by providing services for every step of the landlord process, including payments, finding the best tenants, lease signing, communications, maintenance, and a whole lot more. Today, we're hearing from Laura Alamari. Laura has been building her own real estate portfolio for more than 30 years. She tackles investing with a no-nonsense approach that shows how hard work, focus, and dedication can result in financial success and security. Let's get started. Hello there. Uh, in today's uh, episode, I want to talk to you about my own personal experience on how I started investing in real estate, specifically with buy and hold. Uh, because I actually started, that was my first strategy that I started as far as investments. And then I went into fix and flip and wholesaling. So uh, let me say to you that at the time I started, that was actually 30 years ago, almost to this day, it was in 91. And I was uh, just fresh out of college I didn't have a job. Um, I had money with my husband at the time, but he did not want to invest it in real estate. So the employment was too risky. So with that said, I, but I had a drive. I had a dream that I could go into real estate and build a portfolio. And my goal at that point, I had two small children, a two-year-old and a few months old baby. And I wanted to build a residual income of about $5,000 a month. So I didn't have to look for a job or go back into corporate and I could stay home for my children. So my why was pretty strong and I knew I had to do what I had to do at that point. You know, there was no holding back. There was no option B. And I had been reading and studying about these other investors that had basically um, started getting properties through lease options, subject to contract for deeds, any type of owner financing, because either they didn't have the money to invest or the credit or a job, or simply because, you know, they knew they could leverage this whole, uh, the way they structure the deals without using their own money. So my first strategy that I did, again, this is 91. This was pre-internet and uh, classifies online and so forth. So I would pick up a Sunday paper. And with the Sunday paper, I would circle all the properties that were for rent in the areas that I wanted to invest. And then I would call the owner. I simply called the owner and I had this question. Um, I see that you're trying to rent your house or apartment at X you know, whatever address. And I was interested in renting it, but also would consider, I wonder if you consider selling your property in the future. And if I did, then I would go into, okay, you know, and I wouldn't use big words like lease option, but basically say, yeah, I would love to rent it from you for a year or so. And then after that, we can, I can buy it from you. 
and we can meet. I would like to look at the house and then we'll see how we can structure the deal. As simply as that, use simple words. Don't make it sound like you know exactly you have big terms, right? Because you want to really get the um, communication and get this connection going with them. And that's how I started. The thing that happened in a good way is that as I started doing these conversations out there, as I started driving around looking at the properties, um, some of these owners had other properties. Some of these owners, um, if it was an apartment, especially in a small building, you know, when I saw the ads, I would say apartment in a two family building or four family. I could, I bought a whole building. Um, I had a conversations where, you know, I came across a bank, smaller banks. They were actually trying to rent or sell their property. So I started buying REOs. So one thing drew to another, but it was all by just simply having a conversation in my kitchen table and asking somebody, I see you want to sell your house, or I'm sorry, I see you want to rent your house. Would you consider selling it also at some point in the future? And if yes, it was a yes, then from that, we would go ahead into the second conversation, which is why okay, I'm going to rent it from you. And then in a year or two, I would love to buy it and see what it looks like. I explained that to him. So that's how I started. And uh, within 18 months of doing this, I actually had over 40 doors, meaning I had a mix of single family, two, four, six, and eight, one six unit and one eight unit apartment building. So when I talk about doors and eight units, we'll have eight doors, a four family would have four doors, single family have one. So, and my income uh, was about eight to $10,000 a month, which in 91, 92, that was pretty good money, right? But that's when I started really doing this. And then after that, I got into wholesaling, fix and flip and other things, which I'm going to talk in a future video. But I just wanted to give you kind of a brief things of how I started. So there was no bank financing. There was no personal credit involved. There was really, and also being open, being open at working with these owners, because even the banks, you know, sometime I got properties that were probably not my ideal property in the best part of town, but hey, you know, they were giving to me with a hundred percent uh, financing with no money down. You know, banks will give me this property, even the money to fix them up without checking my credit. So I wasn't picky. I really want to get out and get started. And honestly, some of those properties that were not probably in the best parts of town, that's where I make the most money because I bought them really, really cheap. Uh, so I just wanted to give you some ideas, some food for thoughts. So I welcome your comments here in uh, the underneath the video. And also I have a link here for you to connect with us and join our group of uh, real estate investing women where we train other women in all kinds of strategies and we interact with you every day. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. We're so grateful to be able to learn from these active investors, entrepreneurs, and all around amazing individuals who want to share their success with you. The real estate investing community really is a unique community to be a part of. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can rate or review the podcast in whatever podcast app you're listening to. It would mean a great deal to us to learn what you like, what you don't like, and even questions we can answer on your behalf. You can also subscribe to The Real Estate Pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.